Thank you for listening to the Reconnect Marriage Podcast. I'm Dr. Steve Call. And I'm Lisa Call. And we are dedicated to having conversations that cultivate connection in our marriage. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us in this podcast today. Lisa and I are going to have a conversation uh, around connection. Basically, uh, what are what are some words or phrases uh, that we can remember and recall when we uh, work toward connection in our marriage? It's a, it's a topic we often talk about in our workshops. It's a topic we talk about just in I think in everyday life and marriage, uh, the the idea and the, the concept and the experience of connection. So, uh, what what cultivates connection? What creates connection? Uh, what what helps us to connect in our marriage? And and we often think of three A's. Uh, the three A's as availability, uh, attunement, and awareness. Awareness, yes. The three A's. The three A's. Awareness is such a key part of, of connecting in marriage. I think what we want to start with is the foundational, uh, uh, not necessarily basic, but just core structures, core feature of what cultivates connection in our marriage. And it, it really does um, build upon the idea of availability. What, what do we mean by availability? I, I think of it and we think of it as really simple, simple terms, simple um Examples, simple everyday life uh, experiences between us, and availability really is just is it is what the word says is that we are available to one another. As we talk about these three core features, these three A's: uh, availability, awareness, and attunement. What's important, I think, to remember, uh, and our invitation to you is that this this isn't meant to be something. That needs to happen all the time. Meaning, we it's impossible uh, for for each of these to occur at all times, uh, in all minutes, in all hours of all days. W- what we're hoping for is that they're just consistent. Uh, that that's a key piece, a key factor in the way that we talk about and explore connection. Mm-hmm. I think it's also as we explore them, it's it's kind of a way to test whether. Maybe you're feeling disconnected in some area, and maybe one of these words would define maybe what you feel like is missing. You know, mm-hmm. maybe if you feel like you haven't been available, or your spouse hasn't been available to you, or aware, or, you know, that might be something that you can put a word to to understand maybe what's going on in the disconnection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Sometimes we. When we talk about areas like this, it, it helps us to highlight uh, what might be missing, uh, what what might what we might be a bit more intentional mm-hmm. about in cultivating or creating. So uh, back to availability. So the idea of, of being available that when there's maybe a need expressed, uh, maybe there's a a, a, a simple uh, request or something that's asked of one another that we um, again would be consistently available that that's a key that's a key feature when we talk about connection is the availability that we offer one another especially when need is expressed or especially when need is made known uh, a while ago lisa was working in the garden uh, of her montessori school and i i don't know i, I would say you were a bit frustrated uh, about 
doing <laughs> some of the work in the garden. I was a little and hot and bothered. You were a little hot and bothered. It. It's it's hot outside. You, I think you were trying to tie up the sweet peas or, or something, and you, you were a little irritated. You were a little bothered. Uh, it happens. And, <laughs> it happens sometimes around here. Uh, and 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 then I was aware that that it, it wasn't going that well for you. Uh, I could just tell something about your body language and. <laughs> uh, you, you were you were quick to throw down the scissors as you were cutting the twine to tie up the, the sweet peas, and and here's I mean this is a, a simple playful example of what we mean by availability. But you know I I could have just walked by. I I, I think in in past I have. And again I hope you hear as you listen that, that that as we share these stories, it's not meant to be like oh we have it all together. Sometimes sometimes we're available and sometimes we're not. But this is meant to be a, a paint a picture of, of what we mean by availability is that hey, you said, Hey, can you help me for a minute? And that, that was a moment where uh, availability is, is responding to the need that is either named or that we're aware of. And that, that's an example. And so, you know, I, I think I just handed you the scissors and you cut the twine, you tied them up. And like, that's a simple example of what we mean by being available. Sure. And I, I do think I ask for help a lot. So it, it can't always happen. I think the temptation is to think, well, I can't be available 24 seven to somebody, you know, I have work to do, or I have this to do or that to do. And again, that's not what we're saying is um, being available 24 hours a day, but mm-hmm. there is sort of an attitude of availability and you know, maybe you need to define it like, oh, I have a few minutes. Do you need anything? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have all day, but I have a few minutes here. Or can I help you in a few minutes? Can I help you in an hour? That feels available, even though you may not be able to drop what you're doing in that moment. But mm-hmm. it's sort of, I think it's more of a a posture between the two of us that, hey, I'm here for you. I'm here, you know, we're, we're here for each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes it's, I think again the 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 tension maybe that some of us struggle with at times, which is common, is that it again it is not meant to imply or require that we are available twenty four seven. We simply can't be, but it's maybe the the general sense is my spouse available and, and or am I available to them? When especially again when need is made known, uh, that that availability isn't just responding and meeting the need, but it's. It's allowing access uh, that there's you know something along the lines of hey I get this is important to you uh, might not be able to respond right now uh, you know in the era of technology especially in text messaging I think that's also a good picture of what we mean by by being available that sometimes you know we might text one another hey um, I have a question about you know X Y or Z you know something's coming up maybe we're talking about logistics for getting together with somebody and and it isn't it isn't meant to imply again that we have to or require to drop everything it's it's who and what is the priority in that moment meaning that can we can we take 2 seconds 3 seconds 10 seconds however long it 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 requires us to respond to something like a text message it's so important that we are aware of the impact of availability when our spouse is available to us consistently again keyword consistent and consistently those two uh, I, I would say features core categories of what we mean 
by connection through availability is it's consistent, is that the impact sends the message to us that, that I'm remembered, that I'm important, that I matter. And, and maybe for those of you listening, maybe you could take a moment and reflect on that. When my spouse or partner is available, what's the impact? What does it communicate to me? When Lisa's available to me, I, 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 think, I've, I think the impact for me is that I feel remembered, uh, I feel important, uh, I feel like I matter. Yeah, I mean, I think I want to say two things. One is, I know for me, a lot of times, if I'm in the middle of something, or if I, you know, have a trajectory for the day, like, okay, this is what I'm going to do, I'm going to do this and that, and then, you know, maybe says, hey, can you pick up my contacts? Or, hey, are you, you know, are you going to be out running errands? Can you do? And my first response a lot of time is like, no, I, I'm busy. I, I have my plan. I, you should have told me that earlier. You know, I want to, I'm thinking that in my head. And I think we've begun to develop this idea of availability, not that, oh, I'm going to drop everything, but, but I can put words to it that are positive, you know, not just like, no, I have plans. I can't do that right now. But well, here's what I was going to do. Can I do it later today? Or, you know, just kind of, it's just a different, um, kind of a different approach and maybe being able to have that sense between us that Mm -hmm. how can we communicate that I'm here for you. I'm just right in the middle of something right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, similarly, you know, sometimes there are seasons where we're busy, right? I mean, when Steve was coaching basketball, there would be, you know, big seasons of He's really, wasn't he's really available. busy. Yeah, mm-hmm. really not available like dinner every night, you know, at practice. And so there are ways around that too. We, you know, we would say, hey, we're going to do something else. We're going to do something differently because, which we'll get to in a minute because that's more about awareness. But um, we're not saying you need to be available to each other 24 hours a day. But it's yeah. a, it's just a communication. Yeah, I think that's a good point because, again, want to highlight that that sometimes in the midst of our busyness, uh, we can still remember our spouse. And right. and I think often in my work with couples, uh, that's a significant part of uh, maybe mm, disrupting the cycle a bit is, is encouraging couples to be intentional about remembering the other, even in the midst of busyness or being unavailable. Uh, you know, it could be a long work day for one or both of them. Uh, they could be on a trip. Uh, they could have extended time with family, et cetera. Uh, all those are examples of, of when we're simply not available. But when we're not available, uh, communicating just simple key phrases. Hey, thinking about you. Uh, you know, wish I could be with you. Uh, sorry, I can't talk now, um, but I'm thinking of you. Like the idea of remembering Mm-hmm. Uh, is is a I think a significant way we cope when our spouse it isn't una- isn't available mm-hmm. when they are unavailable. So mm-hmm. I think just the the simple examples or uh, phrases like that I think those go a long way mm-hmm. uh, when our spouse is unavailable for various reasons. Mm-hmm. And the second thing I was going to say is I think for us this is a really important category because it ap- actually taps into a lot about both of our stories, but mm-hmm. particularly your story, feeling maybe that mom was distracted, she wasn't as available to you. And so I think that's potentially a trigger, you know, and there are many of us that have had experiences like that where 
why, you know, why does that trigger me? Why am I feeling, you know, not noticed or it just, it has a bigger impact Mm -hmm. sometimes. And so I think we've dealt with that. We've had a lot of conversations about that. And so that's something that's really important and that we've nurtured. Mm -hmm. Well, and I would say too, it's important because it's innate uh, that, that as we develop and experience an attachment uh, experience story with our caregiver and also in our marriage, that that is such a core feature category of how we connect how we come into this world is that our is that our attachment figure is available to us. So both emotionally and physically. So I, again, we want to say the same is very true in our marriage. So, so that availability key way we connect in our marriage, uh, that there's a sense of being available and experiencing our spouse, uh, available, uh, throughout our, our days and years together. The second key piece of connection, experience of connection in a marriage is attunement. Uh, and attunement really is just defined as to bring into harmony uh, how we are attuned to one another, uh, what, how we notice one another uh, when they might be upset, sad, disappointed, frustrated, irritated, uh, that, that there's a sense of being uh, intentionally attuned, uh, similar to, again, which we'll use this imagery often because I think it helps shape the way in which we understand our marital dynamic, but the way in which a caregiver, attachment figure, mother, father, et cetera, responds to the infant when they're upset. Uh, they search. Uh, they search for what the child might need. Uh, they, they, maybe they need their diaper change. Maybe they're hungry. Maybe they need a nap. There's, a, there's an awareness through attunement uh, that they're able to read and, and follow through perhaps with what that child might need. And I think that's similar in our marriage is that attunement is, is a core critical, important feature of how we experience and feel connected in our marriage. Mm -hmm. I also um, wanted to add that I think attunement can oftentimes be um, in response to something that you might not even realize that you need yourself, that your spouse tunes into, you know, that, you know, like, you know, you were doing the taxes the other day mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, you know, you're, you're all encompassed and you're, you're working on it and you're frustrated, frustrated, and, irritated, and just like, bothered. why do I have to pay money? And, <laughs> and so, you know, I, I can be attuned to that and m- maybe, um, I might just want to walk away and just like, let you be. But I also might know that, um, you know, oh, he might, might, maybe I'll get him a sandwich and bring lunch in. I don't think I did that, but it would have been a good you idea. You thought about it. <laughs> um, you but, know, just but, so you're tuning into yeah. maybe what could, what could actually be helpful in this situation, kind of mm-hmm. like you did with when I was working in the yard. But mm-hmm. um, it's not even, maybe the person's not even thinking to ask for help. They're just you know, overloaded and they're in the midst of it or they're feeling frustrated or overwhelmed and, and just a simple act sometimes of, um, you know, here, can I get you a cup of coffee? Can I, can I help you with that? Sure. There, there are key phrases I think that go a long way, uh, when we are working toward attunement, Hey, you, you seem a bit upset or you seem a bit frustrated or you seem a bit irritated. Uh, I wonder if X, Y, or Z might be helpful. Like that's a way we offer and express attunement uh, 
is that sometimes it's tempting to take it as take it personal. You know, I know when I was doing the taxes, I I know I, I get grumpy, I'm irritated, I, I know I'm short in my words and my phrases and my tone of voice. And I thought you did a wonderful job of being aware, but also attuned that you could sense, oh, this is one of those moments where, you know, his shortness, his his way of being with me is is directly connected to having to do the taxes. And and I think that's a it's a helpful again imagery of what we mean by attunement is that sometimes there are circumstances and life events, whether it's you know, maybe a difficult interaction with a, a family member or maybe an abrasive interaction with a coworker or even a neighbor, you know, something outside of our marriage impacts the way we relate to one another. And of course it does. I think sometimes we lose sight of how impactful everyday life experiences impact one another, impact us so that it shifts or changes the moment and the way we interact with one another. Mm-hmm. So that it's a key piece of attunement is, is sometimes it's tempting to take it as personal mm-hmm. and, and, and rightly so, because sometimes unfortunately we might be unkind to one another. We, we might use a, a tone of voice or a phrase or something that isn't our everyday way of being with one another. And mm-hmm. I think attunement is being intentionally curious about something or some, some, other perhaps influence that's impacting yeah. our spouse. And if you have children, mm. it's constant, right? Mm-hmm. And all the different ages. So it, it happens just all day long. Mm-hmm. And there's just different interactions that happen and your, and your reactions go up and down and all over the board. Um, so. So attunement, attunement is again, that sense of bringing into harmony the, the sense of, Oh, there's there's something else that perhaps might be influencing or impacting my spouse, and I wonder how I might be intentional about understanding what might be occurring for him or her. Mm-hmm. And it may not even re- like you were saying, it may it may not even require a response. You know, as as far as asking how you're doing or bringing you something, it could just be, "Whoa, he needs some space right now. I'm just gonna kind of let him have some time," or you know, if you were abrasive, just to kind of let it kind of roll, because you know, part of attunement is just knowing this is really hard for them right now. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let that go, which is really huge for us because it, is. We, it sounds all fine right now, but we have struggled with this over the years. And I think we both tend to take over the years had take, taken it personally so many times, you know, why are you, why are you being grumpy to me? You know, like, why are you? why'd you say that to me? Or why'd you talk that way? Or, you know, and so I think we especially can relate to this. This is a newer um, concept that has impacted us hugely. I would say very significantly. Right. We have been able to sidestep each other and say, wow, you need some space. Whereas before I think we just took it personal and we, we got blindsided by it and, and you shouldn't be acting this way or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. The third category then that we want to briefly talk through and and have a conversation around is the idea of awareness that we referred to earlier. So awareness, this is a a key feature in connection and and it's often a a part that we spend significant time in therapeutic work with couples and in the workshops that we offer is awareness is, uh, if if you can hang on to this image, it's being aware of of our impact being aware of our footprint, if you will, being aware of the way we impact uh, our spouse. 
especially in moments where we might be somewhat preoccupied, uh, unavailable. Uh, again, going back to that that piece around unavailability, it's it's when we have the awareness of the way in which we live in this world with our spouse. I think that actually is a significant part of what cultivates and creates connection in our marriage. It's that when I hold awareness toward my the way I'm maybe interacting with Lisa, the the way in which I'm speaking to her, and vice versa, the, that when Lisa is intentional about being aware of the way in which she's relating to me, living with me, speaking to me, uh, that is a again I I can't emphasize enough how much awareness plays a key and critical role in the experience of connection because awareness just as uh, availability communicates awareness communicates i see you uh, you're important to me you matter to me i remember you i choose you it communicates something of those if not all of those Mm -hmm. that the awareness says uh, you matter to me Uh, you're important to me that of course Again, everyday examples, experiences, dynamics in our life, uh, we can become distracted and then busy and preoccupied. But a key way that we cope with our spouse that is busy, preoccupied, unavailable for whatever reason is when he or she is aware of the impact. And I think that's a key piece mm-hmm. of how we cultivate connection in our marriage. Mm-hmm. I think if we could sum up all of our podcasts and all of our marriage workshops, into one word, I mean, I think awareness mm. is probably the most impactful thing that we can do. You know, it's not changing our behavior or changing, you know, one, one, two, three steps, but it's becoming aware. You know, you're aware of your own story. You're aware of your spouse's story. You're aware of, you know, how they're, what they're going through right now. Just all of these things. Awareness is sort of that all-encompassing word that we really have seen makes the biggest impact because mm-hmm. it, it just almost in every category, you know, we become aware. Yeah, that is so true. If we were to sum up all of the words, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Uh, you know, it throughout all the podcasts, but also our work with couples. Yeah. If we, if we said, what would be the word? I think we might land on that word. We might say awareness. Yeah. Awareness is, is crucial. It's critical. Yeah. I mean, even being aware of, our own selves Mm -hmm. because when maybe we're feeling cranky or we're feeling shame or we're feeling something to, to be more and more aware of our own, what's going on in our own heart and mind and spirit and soul and being able to be aware of that for the other and say, yeah, you're right. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I'm feeling this. I'm aware that I'm feeling this or I'm aware that I'm impacting you because of this. So, it's not only just awareness of the other, but awareness of yourself, which is so helpful, you know, because if you, the fact that you were aware that you were a little grumpy during taxes, like mm-hmm. that was helpful to me because it wasn't like you weren't aware, you were just frustrated. And then that would make me feel frustrated. So it kind of goes hand in hand to be, be able to be aware of areas that, you know, are frustrating for your, for your own, in your own life and your own self so that kind of softens a blow so that you're okay. I get it. You get it. We, we see that. Yeah, I'm not perfect, you know, but mm-hmm. I'm aware of it. And I think sometimes what's, what was hard for, I think most of us is, is that it's difficult to be self-aware at times, not mm-hmm. always, but sometimes, which is why it's so helpful to have you and have our spouse partner be intentional 
with awareness. Hey, you seem a bit upset or you seem a bit bothered or you seem a bit frustrated. Like that cultivates awareness, which cultivates connection is that sometimes it's difficult for us to do that on our own. So that perhaps the design of marriage at, in, in one way uh, is that it helps us be aware of what's happening what the, within the world around us. That, that, that I think this happened over the weekend. You know, I was, Lisa was gone for a couple of days and, and, and I wasn't, you know, I was doing some projects around the house, which, you know, those of you listening, some of you know this, I, I love projects. I love taking care of things. I love building things. And, but something, something was off and I, I couldn't quite figure it out. I, 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 I again, kept kind of searching. Something's not quite right. Something's not quite right. I'm not sure, you know, what it is or what was happening. And, it was a lot of projects. And <laughs> it was he, a lot this of was a very three thing for him to do. If you, <laughs> if you follow the Enneagram, it, just it, got, did this, I got that done. Uh, I okay. built this, I painted this. <laughs> okay, it wasn't like I was giving you a list, but I, I enjoy it. <laughs> it was great. I, it, there, I got, we got a lot done. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I thought when you came home, it, it was a wonderful response is that I, I wasn't quite aware of what was happening. I was a bit frustrated. I was tired. And I, I think, your for you, Lisa, to ask the question of, hey, perhaps it wasn't even a question, it was more of a reflection, which speaks, I think, to me, volumes around awareness of maybe we need you need to take a break and let's go play and and let's go play on the water. And and that to me is a, is a, a really beautiful example of awareness and attunement, a combined that you seem a bit upset, you're a bit tired, hey. I wonder if it'd be helpful to go play, and we did. We went and had a couple hours on the on the lake. Well, and together. you were you were a little resistant at first. I was a little resistant. You know, like mm-hmm. sometimes I think when we get some projects done and we look around and we think, "Wow, I got that accomplished!" Like that should be enough. Mm-hmm. But I think you were just tired mm-hmm. and you needed a change of scenery. And there was but some the, resistance. To me, that's, you know? there, there was resistance. But I again want to highlight that that we need our partner, our spouse, to be intentional with awareness, yeah. and I think that's our. Our, our our gift uh, to one another um, in this moment is perhaps we might be a bit more intentional in our awareness of what your, our spouse needs in moments where they're a bit upset, a bit frustrated, a bit bothered. So that may you be intentional during this week and beyond around how you might cultivate availability, uh, attunement, and awareness in your marriage together thank you for listening to the reconnect marriage podcast the reconnect marriage podcast is hosted by the reconnect institute for more information you can find us at the reconnect institute.com